Oh, I saw. I think that's the first time I. Hey, Christy. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. I think that's the first time I see the record light. That kind of is weird. I wonder why. I don't know. Well, that's also so like I can't look at it because it's like pulsing. It's like yeah. Is that the first time it's done that? I don't know. I'm it's, trying to look at the green dot, man. Right. Like, I'm looking been, at the. <laughs> we have actually have been talking for 45 minutes already. We've been talking about like everything everything legitimately everything so I've been looking at you and looking down like I had a stack of post-it notes I was transferring to my notes and our slack and my notebook and so now I have no post-it notes but and yeah. we've, I think we've written two or three more episodes yeah talked about our day talked about our day and our night and our, all, and our what week we're wearing what we're wearing you know, I was thinking of that the other day. That's totally a girl thing, isn't it? I can't imagine James and his friends. So the only time that James and his friends ever talk about what they're wearing is he, his friend, Matt, like he really is James's brother from another mother. They are like kindred spirits and they work together for all those years. And they would often several times a week show up wearing the exact same outfit. Oh, wow. And Matt is on our video team. So Matt actually, so it's a cool story. Matt's actually the one that got James into videoing weddings and Mayfest and stuff. He, Matt was James's, he opened the door for James because it was something that Matt had done when he was younger. And so now, now Matt is on our team. Oh. And so they video a lot together. Like whenever we have a big wedding and James brings in the team, Matt's, you know, Matt's the guy. And so we have to be careful because a lot of times they'll show up and they'll be wearing like almost the same outfit to go to a wedding to work together. Oh, wow. So that's awesome. And then James has, Matt has uh, James from creative shirts that he wears. And so a lot of times they'll show up and they're both wearing, I mean, they think. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but that happened to me one time when I was working at, at the, at the hair studio at gloss and Lauren, you know, my friend and the owner, um, I, I got, I would open, so I opened the shop and so I got to work first. So, <laughs> and so she came in, you know, I guess at nine thirty, ten o'clock for her first client. And she was head to toe wearing the same exact outfit as me. Crazy. And That's I live hilarious. It, it really is. It, I'll have to post the picture. Um, I, I, I put it on Facebook not too long ago, but head to toe. We both had this um, kind of like a kimono top from Target. <laughs> and we even had these like moccasin shoes. I don't, it's really strange, but definitely a weird feeling that you got up and showed up to work or showed up to a place <laughs> dressed like the person you work with. Yeah. That, that does not happen to me very often, but my roommate, my husband, I, so a few minutes ago I had to get up and move because my shirt was hanging on the door, the shirt I was going to wear today. And, um, so I, the night before I hang my shirt on the hook on the back of the door, cause I don't iron. So that'll, that way the, the wrinkles will start falling out. Same. So, yeah. So every night almost I hang my shirt on the back of the door. And then when we close the doors to sleep, so all night long, my shirt, first thing in the morning, you see my shirt. So I'll go get dressed and then he'll get dressed. And he'll come out and invariably he's wearing the same color, same color I am. And he's like, what? I, I, I didn't know. And I was like, it was hanging there for like 12 hours. Like, dude, it's not Olive Green Day for you. It's my Olive Green Day. <laughs> you know? 
but I, I think I would laugh if we were head to toe the same. Mm-hmm. Head to toe. It was, it's a funny picture. <clears throat> I, I can't, I can't remember the caption, but it was, she put it on her Snapchat. It was just hilarious. So yeah. Okay. So I have, I feel like this is the, that leads to a true confession. So I am, my job is social media. I do social media websites, online relationship building for people. Um, and I don't even have a Snapchat account. What? I just, I like, I like that. That is me being an old person, like digging my, yeah. you know what? I'm not doing a TikTok. Never even looked at TikTok. Don't even like, I'm out. Like, like I, that. I don't have a TikTok, and I I think he's kidding, not kidding. Alex said if I got a TikTok, his world is over. Like, don't get a TikTok. I think because he's secretly afraid that I'll start doing all of whatever the heck TikTok and is you're about. Cool to do it too. Okay, so I don't have a TikTok. I do have a Snapchat, and and I think I got the Snapchat because I wasn't I wasn't really sure what it was about, and it's. I think he had had an Instagram, but then all of a sudden I saw this Snapchat stuff. And so I got on it for that, but now I'm not really on it. I don't post things. There's this really fun, like little video filter where you can change your face to the dog or whatever. So I usually make videos and then I text them to like my nephew, Ira. And then there's this, yeah, there's a student, (laughs) there's a student that I have, that I am, her mom teaches with us and she and I, keep in touch. Uh, we text each other videos. So that's what I use it for now. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. See, that feels appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this episode, I, I've been looking forward to this. This is one of the first ones that Brenda wanted to do and you, it, it started out, the idea came from one of your songs and your dear younger me that you've been working on for the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell them, tell them what today is. Today is who I am. <laughs> and it's from the Jessica Andrews song that we talked about in episode two. That's on my mixtape, track list, playlist, however you say it. Um, and it's just a song that I've always liked because I liked how she just announced I'm clueless and clumsy, you know, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, but at the end of the day, she's loved and she, and she loves herself. And I like that. And I, I feel, it just, that song makes me feel like, yeah, this is who I am. And so that's what this episode is. Although it was my idea and it sounds like a good idea at the time. And I've just been struggling with it. It's kind of what we talked about um, before we hit record. Because I, I thought I knew with that song where I, the direction I wanted to go in. But it, it's, it so wasn't. And then it was interesting because Chrissy and I, like, we'll just take the idea or take the song and then we each kind of go with it on our own. And then when we come together, uh, it's fun to reveal what I was thinking or what she was thinking or where I'm going with it, where she's going with it. And I really like how, um, anyway, that's just fun. But you were, you kind of let me know where you were thinking and, and we were kind of 
not on the same page. <laughs> no, <laughs> which is but okay. Which is but okay. We were because like, the last song. So you you kind of morphed. You you started out thinking who I am and like what you are, and then God brought you to a new song. He brought you to Lauren Daigle's "You Say." Yes. Because you're you're what he says you are, right? Right. And that I totally. Oh, okay. So when you, when you took those off, you got far away. I got far away. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause I feel, I feel, I hear some feedback. Let me try well, again. so our next door neighbor is mowing because we're super professional here. Stop. It's is, it, is that bothering you? Is the sound of that bothering you? No, I can't hear any. I don't hear that at all. Sorry. I hear. So we're working on audio, like we're trying to figure out, because we don't want to be like too techie, too professional, but then it's like, well, do you get a mic, do you not get a mic? So we're working on that. How does that yes, feel? So you sound better. Do I you, sound better? Uh -huh, you, sound, okay. you sound richer. I have to say this too. So when we're talking about I am, I was telling Christy that this morning, I kept thinking of things I am not. I feel like if I said the things I am not, then then it makes it okay, or, or, or the things that I am are, are underneath so so yes we are not professional podcasters <laughs> or speakers or writers yes and and we are it's 2020 it's now may oh my gosh today's cinco de mayo see and it's taco tuesday Woo -woo! and it's giving tuesday yeah and it's giving tuesday and that said we are day what what we're in quarantine we're still quarantining it's things weird. are yeah, things are starting to open up, but so we're quarantining. And so we started this several weeks ago and we're zooming so we can see each other. Uh, and then, we, and then we can, you can also hear us on um, Apple podcasts now. <laughs> <laughs> except, except I messed up when I uploaded the first batch. So don't listen to that for 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. You're not listening on Wednesday. Don't listen. Mm. But, but that's not what, why we started this. We, we also started this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Cute logo. We have a cute graphic. Yeah, we, we look <laughs> professional. But when you get to know us, you're like, we are, mm, we're a hot mess. But that's why I love us. Okay, so this, I'm just oh, yes. all my dirty laundry out there today. So I've been doing Zoom calls for, um, three years and before that Google Hangouts with my other with my consulting gig and then I started Zoom calls with this company that I work for. So this is like this is the way that I've been operating for a long time because I work and um, we live in Brennan so I worked an hour and a half away from here. So a lot of days I would drive in but then some days I would work from here and if I had to have meetings we would do video meetings and it never occurred to me until the rest of the world started working from home. I've worked from home since 2005. It never occurred to me until the rest of the world started working from home that it was an option to only dress from here up. Like, oh, I, what? I didn't know it was a thing. So today is the first day ever in all of my years of video conferencing, video calling, whatever this is, teaching online, recording, all the things that I'm not wearing the pants that I'm actually wearing today. I'm wearing the leggings I wore to play pickleball this morning because I, I didn't want anyway because I didn't want to wear the whole outfit I'm wearing today from here up on the podcast. Yeah, it so makes I'm me smile. Really hideous leggings. Business on top, 
party on the bottom. Pickleball on the bottom, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that, but uh, so we were laughing because Brenda has a, an important call later. So she wanted like, she dressed like she was going to work today. And I was like, oh, but yeah. So you guys are teaching me stuff. Like I'm learning like, hey. Yeah. Like you cannot see what's below. Like you can't even see the whole thing my shirt says. It could say like, wake up and something horrible. I don't know. <laughs> but it's me. It says, wake up and love somebody. That's from Lovely. If you guys like Lovely. Jesus said love. I love that because anyway yeah and also I love this shirt because it doesn't match it's a red baseball tee and then it's got orange and it's got my weird yellow I have my this is my favorite bandana to wear I love it and so, the earrings go really it's all orange pops Everything out it all comes out but so full circle here we are again talking about what we wear <laughs> this this you know what? This explains why now we have actually been talking for 55 minutes and we haven't actually said anything yet. Sorry. Right. Ugh, I know it. But I'm happy. Are I you- am. I, I, I am. I am happy. I am. So, so yes. Yeah, so, so the Lauren Daigle song popped in my head last night when I was in the car with Matt. Um, so who I am, but just a little like the message is just a little different but what are the songs you said you came up with a couple songs and why and i love your why and i want i want you to tell everyone i hope you can say it the way you said it to me because it's one of those like ooh, i need to write this down that sounds so profound and i can relate to it yeah and we weren't hit, we hadn't hit record yet <laughs> so i love johnny cash um, I do. I love Johnny Cash. And if you've not read his poetry, I hope you will. Cause it's really awesome. Um, but I love Johnny Cash and years ago when we were still mommy bloggers and we blogged that, you know, the, the kid that just slammed the door was still a baby and blogged all the time. So I had like, I told Brenda, I I'm a writer. Like that's how God made me. I've always been wordy. Like ask, like I'm just wordy and I always have like a, a narrative going in my head. I'm always writing, whether it's for my journal or a blog or social media or whatever. And so uh, since we started this the last week or so, you know, I always know what we're going to talk about next. So in my head, I'm always kind of writing. So it's always been that way. But when I had a blog, I worked out this whole thing that I was going to do walk the line Wednesday and like down to like I have the the, you know, the Johnny Cash picture where he's walking on the railroad track and he's got his guitar slung over his shoulder. I, I love Johnny Cash. Um, but my photographer husband refused to take that photo of me because he does not do railroad photos because it's illegal and it's not a good idea. So don't do that. So anyway, so I didn't have the photo I wanted. I never actually did the series, not just because of the photo, but just I didn't follow through with a lot of things on my blog. Um, but I, I told Brenda, I actually, I had written out a whole, like, every, all the time I would think about walk the line. And to me, what that means is too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. So I have, I have a lot of good things in me, a lot of good tendencies, but left unchecked, they can turn into negatives either for myself or for my people and my family. Um, and so that's for me, what walk the line means. Like I, I am constantly walking the line, trying to find the balance with who and how I'm supposed to be. Um, and then, so in exploring that a little bit more and taking some of those old ideas and putting them on paper for this week's podcast and to talk about with Brenda, I realized one of the things I do too, like, is not just the, 
the balance, but also there's some, there are some contradictions in there. Like I'm this, but I'm that I'm this, but I'm not. And that made me think of back in the day in college, when I would clean my house, I always listened to Alanis Morissette. And so we don't let our kids listen to Alanis, even our um, sensor, like our not explicit ones, but I do. I love me some Alanis Morissette. I do. And so I thought of, as I was writing these down last night, I was like, it's like I'm writing an Alana song that she already wrote. She did. It's called Hand in My Pocket. <laughs> so I went from one song to two songs this episode. Sorry, guys. But yeah. It's okay. So. Yeah. I'll so, so what are the, so com- tell me some of those things that you were talking about with the Hand in Your Pocket song. Oh, those, oh gosh, it's all mixed up on my note. Um, Hmm. So I'm easygoing, but I'm also stubborn. I'm patient, but I'm also very impatient. And I'll, I can talk about that more with efficiency. I'm very much a cheerleader and encourager, but with the most important person in my life, with my husband, I can be the opposite of that. And not that I say ugly things, but that I just don't maybe like cheer him on the way that I would cheer you on. Um, and that, that's a problem. Uh, yeah. Also, I work for him, work with him. There's a whole lot there, but that's one of the things since we've been home together is I'm working on more of remembering to take the time to say the things that I think in my head instead of just thinking them and letting the moment pass. So um, I'm an open book, very much like what you see is what you get. But at the same time, I'm also very deep. Like I have a lot of, I put off a lot of like rainbows and unicorns because I and gnomes and babies and all the things that I love, but I've also got a lot going on. I'm always like, pretty much always looking at things from an eternal perspective. Um, I'm a navel gazer. I'm always thinking about ways to improve or um, just to, to serve better, all the things. Um, I'm very detail oriented, but at the same time, like Brenda has been really good for me because she's also detail oriented. And so I tend to like with this podcast, like I'll post it and then I'll move on to something else. And so Brenda has been really good about going back and catching it and saying like, there's a, I really messed things up Saturday doing some stuff with Apple. Um, and so I messed up our web website, but I also messed up our Apple submission. So we're still kind of untangling that. And it's been good because I was detail oriented enough to get it out there. And then Brenda, her good eye and her ear, like she actually went back and, and checked and like listened to it. Cause like I probably won't ever watch these or listen to these again. I'm just not, I don't, I don't listen to podcasts. Um, and I don't watch videos. Do y'all know? I don't know. Do you know that about me, Brenda? I don't watch it. Like, don't send me a video. Don't send me an Instagram story. Any kind of stuff. I do not watch it. Oh my. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that I'm also like, I'm also like on your list of number one horrible people now. Um, Information I could have used three weeks ago. I, I'm looking for a new podcast partner. I'm just kidding. I know. I've had a podcast for, what, two years now, off and on, or maybe even more than that. It's been a while. But anyway, I don't listen to podcasts. Like when people say, oh, what do you listen to? Um, I listen to snippets of of whatever anybody else is listening to. Um, So my other, like, contradictory things are is I'm, I'm pretty reflective. Like, I will be slow to respond. Like, I'll think about and pray about my response to you most of the time, but then I can also be super decisive. Like if like, like a podcast, you were like, Hey, you should do a podcast. And it was like, all right, let's do it. And then I was like, like, no, 
no hesitation, no like, what, how should we do it? When should we do it? Why should we do it? Zero. Like, let's just go. And I think in that, and I, I, I love that about myself. I love that I can, like, I told James the other day about some, like a big life thing we were talking about. I was like, I, my prayer is that at the end of this, I look back and see my obedience in it. Not that I was like, just dumb and was like, like, I thought I was being obedient and instead I was just like knee jerk reaction because I feel like when I, when I make those decisions, a lot of times I'm able to look back and see that it was a divine detour that got me where I needed to be. But I, I have already seen in a week and a half with us, how God is using this in your life, maybe to equip you and to give you technical skills for something else that you're trying to build. Um, but also like our relationship, us looking at ourselves. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. And I, just real quick, I, I like, <clears throat> I was saying to you earlier that in episode one, we, we kind of, talked about how we met <laughs> and here I am again when I was a senior in high school and Christy was a sophomore is that no a junior yeah. whatever that's that's you're behind. right that's moot but I walked in the library and she she recruited me for Stuco and I, I typically I have to think about that I'm, I'm hesitant I have to make sure because once I'm in I'm in I'm committed I have no problem with commitment but I have to like think about it. But that day I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Let's, I'll do it. And thankfully I did because again, even though it was already my senior year, it was one of the best things I ever did. And, and I met people and I got to know you and oh my gosh, but then that's kind of how this started. <laughs> all the, all like 30 30- yeah, we. I called her because I needed to talk, <laughs> and at the end of that conversation, at the very end, I said, "How come you don't do your podcast anymore?" And she said, "We should do that." And I was like, "Huh? Well, okay." No, there's a there was more to the conversation. Like you asked specifically about my previous podcast that I, I did because awesome. I was I was a fan because I, I listened. I'm a fan. That's one of my I am's. I am a fan. I am a fan of people. I am a fan of places. I am a fan of things. I am a fan of nouns, people, places, and things. <laughs> I'm just a fan. And so I listened to that podcast and I loved it. Order too. And like, if we had an event, you can, it was really, it was awesome. It was, it was, I, I, I of course wanted to support you and I, I'm a cheerleader. I'm a cheerleader for you, fan of you. And, and, and I loved that podcast. And so, yeah, I wanted to know why, why the hell, why the heck did it stop? Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to pick explicit this week. Is hell explicit? Way to go, Bryn. What? Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say you can't think of any other bad words. No, I don't think that's No. Just okay. Sense. Hopefully not. But so, so long story short. And you said, like, you were like peer pressuring me. You were like, hey, we were talked about, I told you why that disbanded and, you know, like, where what we're what we're all doing now and you said you should do a podcast and like like god was like right there like yes let's do it and you it was like i could kind of we were facetiming and it was one of those things that you could tell that brenda was like that was not where you thought that conversation was going not at all friday and then not at all took us to the next tuesday to get back so we're like hey well we'll talk next tuesday or I think it took, I think our, our, our next call got bumped a little bit 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then by the time we were able to sit down, like it was one of those things. And this, <laughs> it's always this way when Brenda and I get together is like you say a word and then it, it's just, it's just good teamwork because we got to an image that led us down here. So yes. I don't know all this, maybe this, this is the theme of this is who we are, but yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe you're just yeah. thinking, maybe you're trying to get me to talk about other stuff so you don't have to read your list. Hmm. Hmm. So let's do, so let's, so that was kind of my alliance, like my, yes, I like that. Um, do you want me to do my, like my balance ones or do you want to go do your list and then come back to my balance ones? Cause I feel like I'm really like, it's really like Christy heavy today. Uh, do you, but I don't know, but I feel like you're on a roll. Okay. Well, I, I can talk for hours. Okay. So I, I know. So can I, here we are. <laughs> um, um, but as far, so the walk the line thing with the balance, um, I'm really, I am, I, I am very sentimental about things. And I, years ago, James brought me, bought me a bracelet from Royer's Spy Haven in, in the middle of a, of a time of turmoil. And it was just a hard time work-wise and a big life decision was coming. And he bought me a, a bracelet, a stamped bracelet. And it was big and it was jangly and it was horribly loud and horrible when, from when I was doing the last podcast. But it said, um, I think it said, because you're, it was stamped because you're mine, I walked the line. And I, I fell in love with it because it's Johnny Cash. And it reminded me of all of the things that I'm constantly walking the line on. Um, so when I think about who I am, the, if you read the old She Reads Truth book when they first started, like one of the very first stories they tell, one I don't even remember which lady told it, and I'm sorry, but they talk about their mom left them a note. And it was like, remember... And I could be telling this totally wrong. The way it's evolved in my family based on this story is we tell our kids, remember who you are and remember whose you are. Um, that you are, that you're you, that you have to answer for you, but that you belong to our family and you belong to God. Like those, those, the fact that you belong to God and you belong to our family. Um, and for me, those are like all of my decisions have to come back to those two points, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, we always tell our kids, remember who you are and remember whose you are. And then by the same token, I have to remember that when I'm thinking through who I'm going to be. Um, so my walk the line things are one of the things I tell clients and I've said it, I probably have said it every episode of this podcast is I'm either very lazy or very efficient. And so I'm always looking for, I was like, this as a teacher, as a consultant, no matter what industry I've worked in, what kind of job I'm, I'm always looking for a way to make it smoother to get from A to B. And I realized that I don't care for the conversation, like all the decision making. I want to make a decision once and then I want to walk away from it and I don't want to have to think about it again. And excuse me. And so in my house, I think I've settled down as the kids have gotten older son, but when they were little and I was working so much, I had several jobs. I commuted um, from Brenham to Houston. I worked online and then I had part-time jobs here and it was, I didn't mean to have all the jobs. It just, I just couldn't say no to anybody. Um, but which was also a problem. I've learned how I worked on that. That could be a whole episode right there. Um, so anyway, so I constantly was like, okay, but if I, if I do this, like I, I am all about systems and routines and everything has a place, everything lives in its place. So that efficiency and that organization 
I can be so efficient that I can make it possible for myself to be a little bit lazy, but I also can be so efficient that I become unwelcoming and impatient with my people. Like um, I can get so focused on my organization and my systems that I forget to have grace or I forget to that it's their house too. So I have to, I really have to, that's a, that is the line probably that I walk the most is making things run well, but making sure they run well for all for the people who live in this house. Um, and as a, as a mom, especially, I think there's a lot of pressure there because we can really make things our way. We have a lot or, or whoever's in charge of like the food and the house and that kind of stuff. Like you really have a lot of power. You can skew it your way. You can skew it. So you do it all or you do nothing. But I think the best way is really the balance where everybody has it. I don't want to say everybody has a say, but that everybody is accounted for. That it's not like one person is always happy and everybody else is always unhappy or you take turns being happy. We don't do that in our house either. Everybody's like you're, we don't take turns being happy here. Um, I'm trying to think. That's probably the biggest one. The other, there's a couple more that I'll talk about. And then this is probably like for a different day. But one of the things is that I am an extroverted introvert, which I have to really be careful with that because so my, our daughter's almost 17 and it, it wasn't until like a year ago that I realized that she was an introvert. I couldn't understand when we would go out in public, why she wouldn't say hi to people that she knew barely from school. It's like, say hi. And then um, she has, as she's grown up and she's seeking and learning new things, she's so good to share. Like she'll say, mommy, I read this book. It meant a lot to me. I hope you'll read it and I'll read it. And I'll be like, Oh, that's her. And so that she has helped teach me about her personality and what she needs. And like, I wish I had known when she was in preschool and kindergarten, when I was like, you know, insisted the first couple of years that she was in school, that every year we had a, a kickoff party for the first day of school or that we had <laughs> I insisted on hosting Girl Scouts at our house. Like, you know, like, and I think now, I think back now, I'm like, all of the things that I chose were, must have been like nails on a chalkboard for her. And I was just dragging her along because I didn't know what, that's not what she needed. So, and that whole extrovert, introvert thing, I have to really be careful with because I am throw open the doors, invite everybody in. It will exhaust me to, right. to make everybody feel welcome, but I love every minute of it. Um, my family not so much so they it's something that we've settled on we do it once a month and they that day they are awesome but then the rest of the time we have to agree as a family before we have people in yeah especially big groups um I also like I love color but I also like plain and white and simple I like I like sentimental things but I don't like clutter so my desk is my desk and my dresser are probably the most kind of cluttered lined up areas in my house and um, desk out of necessity. Some of it, it's not all necessity. Like some of it's just fun. Orky. <laughs> like when he rolls, he look at his arms. Isn't that hilarious? That is hilarious. So yeah. For Christmas, I got toys this year. Like literally all I got Christmas was toys. So, um, so I like clean spaces, but I also like things that inspire me and make me think about things. Um, yeah. And I think too, like, I'm not, I'm not a worrier and I have to really sometimes like if James or Casey come home late, um, like my mind will go to the worst case scenario. 
And I like that when it does, a friend taught me a long time ago, like if I am worried about something to let it play out, like the then what, okay, then what would happen? Then what would happen? And when you get to the end of the then what, so the very worst thing in the world happens, then God, he's still there. He's got it. He's still good. Even if something horrible has happened. And then like, all I have to do to, to kind of put that spin is to get to walk it through, picture it all in my head. And then when I get to the, then God, then I'm okay. So yeah, but yeah. So those were all my notes on my note. And then I also have all the lyrics to the Alanis Morissette song <clears throat> that I felt like I was writing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that, that's me. And that's not even a nutshell. Like I'm wordy. Like I, I have some clients who are not wordy and you know, like when you're doing their content, you have to write in their voice and it's like, right. So my first sentence will be like a Hemingway sentence. (laughs) I got to go back and cut it down to the car is red. Yeah. (laughs) Not the sleek sedan pulled into, you know, like I am wordy, right? So don't ever ask me for directions because I'm like, Hey, you know, the new Burger King, not the old one, but the new Burger King. And you know where that car used to sit, where they had, and like, and so there's See, the, those are the kind of the directions that I need like, don't come at me with, so you're going to go North at no, 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 no. I need the landmarks for sure. Is that a girl thing too? I don't know. Okay. So my country, I, my, <laughs> my mom's people are from Kansas and like, like legit farmers and stuff. Love them. And, um, one of my cousins explained to me once because I was lost and there where they, the town that they live out in the country where they live, everything is literally on a grid, right? So letter streets go this letter roads, go this way, number uh-huh. go that way. And they're set on they're they're laid out for a reason. And so he asked me where I was. And I was like, if I knew where I was, I wouldn't tell you. And, he, and I said, why, why are y'all like North and East? And he said, Christy, I don't know where you're facing. I don't know where you are, so I can't tell you left or right, but north is always the same. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. So see? So That's see, why. yeah. See, that, that does make sense. Although I am, did you ever watch a Friends episode where Joey puts himself in the map? You know? London, baby. Right. And it used to, it used to make Kevin so mad. He's like, you know, because he's very geographical and knows where north is all the time. And I'm just like, uh... I have to put myself in the map, but yeah. Like I'll turn. (laughs) They're like, that's not how maps work. (laughs) No, I know. And in the car, I have the GPS and and it always goes the way I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that's called. But so, so before I I look at my list, um, I definitely want to, I want to just touch on the introvert extrovert. Uh-huh. Uh, because that's me. I am very social, as you all know. I am not afraid to talk to people. I am not afraid to say, hey, tall guy, can you take a picture with me? I am out there, and I love people. But are you ready for this? I am shy. <laughs> I am. I'm I'm shy. It, it, takes, it takes a when I leave my house, I have to take a deep breath and be like, okay, you're going out there. And I, maybe I'm not shy. Maybe, maybe this is what this conversation is about. You can help me. But maybe it's I'm not confident or secure 100% in myself that I have to like 
be like, okay, you're going out there. You can, you can do this. You know, when I was in kindergarten, from, from about kindergarten to third grade, I, I, I would, would go to school. You know, I'm a rule follower. I am a rule follower. I would do all the things. But hearing the sound of my voice would freak me out. Like, I was so nervous to talk to people. I was so nervous to say things that I would just shake my head or, you know, I was legit shy, like not the girl I am right now talking. (laughs) But so when I say that, and I'm also open book, if I just tell and I share, I always feel like if I do, like maybe someone else is feeling like I'm feeling or I don't know, it just doesn't bother me to put it out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's what it is. Maybe I'm not shy. I don't like to be the center of attention. I don't like people looking at me. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I'm big. Uh, here we go. See, it's happening. I don't it's like for y'all listener. Yeah, this is not for y'all. Who of y'all are? We thank you. But really, this is just our therapy. It is. This is like therapy for people who don't know they need therapy. (laughs) Yeah. So that's it. I don't like to be the center of attention, which you would think that based on my Facebook page, I love it. I want, no, I I don't want people looking at me. I don't want you to push back on you for a second because everything that you put on social media, nothing is, oh, I'm so cool. Oh, look, I got this new thing. Your stuff is all, you can do it. Hey, you can do it. You can do it. And if it's something that you've done, it's, look, I did it. You can do it too. All your, you are very vocal on social media, but it's never inward focused. It's all, hey, I'm trying to help you. Like, that's what I feel. That's what I hear you. I I I hope so. That's the intention. But okay, so, so. I guess I'll retract and say I'm, I'm not shy because I, I don't like to be the center of attention. I don't like when people look at me. I don't, if I do something, you know, like don't sing happy birthday to me, a bunch of people. Like I just, I want to hide in a box away <laughs> and maybe, so why I want to talk about introvert extrovert is I hide. I like being in my house. It's safe in the inside. I, I can say the things that, thank you for social media, that I can say the things I want to say. I can cheer people on. I can be your friend. I can be a good mom. I can be all those things in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> and I don't know what I hide from. I don't know if I'm hiding from judgment. I don't know if I'm hiding from, I, I don't know. I've just always been, I call it a homebody. Uh, I like being inside. I want to be. Okay. I've been single for a while and like, there's some awesome people at work who are like, you need to get out there. You need to do this. How are you going to meet someone if you don't go outside, (laughs) you know, which is all relevant, all true. And once I am outside or, or I meet up with people, it's always fun and I'm glad I did it. 
But when it gets to that Friday after work and I made these plans, it always seemed like a good idea at the time. And I just want to go inside. <laughs> but I think, I think too, after being, I was in education for almost 20 years, 19 years. And one of the things that I know is that by Friday, I've used all my words. I've used mm-hmm. all of my cute outfits. My hair, like I, I, <laughs> Friday afternoons, it took us a while in our marriage to learn that Friday afternoons, like I'm not a go out and party on Friday person because Friday at the end of the school week, I just wanted to be, I just wanted to sleep and I wanted yeah. to eat something nasty. We call it nasty <laughs> at our house. Like I wanted like Taco Bell yes. beer and I wanted to not, I wanted to not make any decisions or be in charge of anything. And then Saturday morning, I was always good to get up and go. But Fridays, part of it, I think, is your is your um, career because you put some, and a lot of people do. I'm not saying it's just education. You guys work hard. I know. Put so much um, energy. Yeah, like Friday, like maybe, so like maybe you're go out on Sunday or Tuesday, girl, because mm-hmm. you're still fresh. Or maybe right. you're a meat for breakfast on Saturday. Like, I love brunch. Like, give oh, oh, I love brunch. Yes. Nice. Breakfast foods are my favorite. Give me all of the eggs and the bacon. Uh, Ron, do you watch Parks and Rec? Yes. <laughs> Ron's wants awesome. it. Give me all of the eggs and the bacon that you have. Mm-hmm. And uh, mimosa. Thank you. Thank you. Go do that. <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe that's, maybe that's so, the this for you. Was I, so, one of the things that you and I talked about was that part of, we are both squarely middle-aged, mm-hmm. right? I'm 45. I probably am more than halfway through with my life. Let's, I mean, let's be real, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think that this is part of it is what we were talking about before we started this was you were concerned at looking at all the things that you're not, because you don't want to speak those things into existence. You don't want to put your energy towards those but maybe it's like you're using this and this, this task that you gave your, the homework that you gave yourself this week to evaluate who you are. Maybe those things that you're not like, maybe those, maybe it's like you're at the bottom of your swimming pool and you're going to kick off and push off of those to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's what this is about is letting go. And, you know, one of the things that we've done before together is writing down some of the, a lot of the things that you're not, some of them are true. Right? Like I'm not a man. I'm never going to be a man, but that, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is things like the voice in my head that says, you're not this enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not short enough. You're not whatever. Enough. Um, those, a lot of that stuff is lies. Yeah. So like that, maybe you've been fighting some of the lies of what you're not. Right. And, and I, I don't know if you're looking at what you are because you don't want to shine the light on yourself, even your own, light. even my own light, you know, and I talked to, about this to you, who knows when, but kind of where I think you're right. And you're pushed on something because during this whole quarantining and, you know, if you had all the time in the world, what would you do? Well, I'm finally going to get in my scary closet and my Monica Geller scary closet and get rid of all those things. And it, and it was that, that I'm not I have maternity clothes. I'm not pregnant. I'm not ever, I'm 47. I'm not going to get pregnant. No one is going to want these clothes, but I think I held on to them because of the infertility 
problems that I had. Like I wanted to be a mom so badly. And then when I was able to, I wasn't. And so I hold on to that, like, but I did. And so that's what I think there. And then, you know, I told you about the wedding box of, you know, the wedding, the things I saved like invitations or RSVP notes that people, I am not married anymore. So, you know, I'm like, I need to get in that box and get rid of some of the stuff, not all of it. There we go. Okay. So this is progress y'all because yes. two weeks ago, <laughs> I guess it was two weeks ago to maybe two and a half weeks. When we had our initial phone call, this is one of the things we talked about was your scary closet. Mm-hmm. We kind of walked through like things that you're holding on to. Mm-hmm. And we've been having, we, you and I have actually been having this conversation a lot over the past couple of years. Right. Your, um, your mom has brought you things from childhood. Mm-hmm. Brenda walked me through <laughs> our garage and letting go of stuff that I literally have been holding on to since I was old enough to have my own place, since I was old enough to have my own space. So I think that that we've been, you and I have been having this conversation on and off since 2005, really, yeah. really. And so when we have this conversation about the scary closet, a lot of the conversations we've had now in the past couple of weeks make sense because I think that in that conversation, you knew why you called, like you knew that it was time to face some of that stuff and to let it go. And I think that you knew that this was the, whether it's like we're throwing stuff away or burning it. But I think part of the beauty of having like a, a relationship the way that we have, it's not, I don't just know that Brenda's in the organization. I know Brenda's heart. So one of the things that I said, like, I, I will tell you, I'm not going to give you advice, but I will, I will give you advice. And one of the things that we talked through was that wedding box. You're all at your parks, but Kevin Mm -hmm. was half your life. I guess more really and truly. I don't know. I hate, I hate to do that kind of math when it comes to (laughs) stuff. That is hard. I mean, I guess we, we were, we met when we were 18 in high school Mm -hmm. and then got divorced when you're married 17, 18 years, but I think overall we're together 23 years. But, you know, again, last or on Saturday when we talked to his sister and how we were connected and how much we love her, you know, we have maintained and kept up that relationship. So I've been a parks or been around the parks for over 30 years. You know, that's a long time. But yes, I'm not trying to get, you're not trying to hold on to Kevin. Right. I'm trying to hold on to your marriage. But I think it's okay to hold on to those memories. I don't think, like, you, sure. let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's a different story because, like, you, like, what are you going to do with it? Right. But, but there's something I, you do want to do. If you want to make a quilt, knock yourself out. Yeah. But definitely, I, I think, and so this morning when I came, when I got online and, or when we, before we hit record, I said, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to say. I thought I knew what I was going to say, but what I was going to say is not what I wrote down this morning. And it, and it was all the I'm not. And I think I told Christy, I was like, I think I need to say all the things I'm not. So then I'd be like, but this is who I am, you know, and I, I'm not perfect. No one is. And I just, I never want someone to, I don't want someone to look at me, look at my surface and be like, oh, she's just so perfect. I just, I want to be her. Like, well, 
you don't know. <laughs> That's not who I am. I have lots of flaws and I'm scarred and, and bruised, but okay. And you know, and we talked about our house, our houses and, and what you asked me, was this the, the house that I dreamt of that I wanted to, to be in? And it is, it, and I said it wasn't like I I, did, I never really focused like about that. Remember I told you and but here I am and and I'm so grateful and thankful that this is my house, my home, and the only home my kids know. But and outside it looks amazing and pretty and and you we make these assumptions of like oh wow she's doing really well. Well, open the door and come in and and sit by me. You know, listen to this podcast because. I struggle like every month, especially right now in the times we are, I made it another month. Woo! Like I can stay here one more month, you know? And, and I, that was my goal when I got the divorce and my kids, they wanted to stay in their same schools and they wanted to not move. And, and I just said, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but God, I know you're going to help me. And here I am. So I just, I want, I don't know. I would just want people to know that take away all those things you're not or that people think you are and what you're left with. And that's when the Lauren Daigle song came in my head last night. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll guess, see, I'm all over, but I'll read, I'll read my list of, Cause there's also the goods and the bads, you know, I, I thought, you know, when you listen to the, who I am song, it's like, Oh y'all, you know, people know who I am. People know what I like. People know. Peeps. The peeps color and <laughs> the color orange and, ta and tacos <laughs> and UT, you know, all those things. But I'm lazy well, first off, the child of God, I'm a child of God, I'm lazy, I'm awkward, I'm dorky, I'm anxious, I'm scared. I've already said this, I'm a fan. I mean, I'm a fan of just, I just, and I think being a fan is just, I just love things and I adore people. And, and when I, when you, when you're a fan, you're a fan of all the things. I'm a fan of Christie's curly hair. I'm a fan of Christy always has fabulous earrings. I'm a fan that she's funny and a good writer and her house is just fun because she, you know, her forky and her, she has a gnome collection and unicorns and she's just happy. And so, so yeah. And then I'm kind, I'm committed. I'm faithful. And I did write introvert extrovert. And it's just like right now, I'm like, see, I feel good saying those things, the good and the bad. Um, and when I say all the say the things that I'm not, then it, then then what's left is the things you really are. And, and you know, being 47, and I think this too when you're younger, but you're just trying to figure it all out. And what's sad is, it, 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 not until you're 47 can you say all these things and be okay with all of these things. But 
and I say this a lot, I've noticed in these last four episodes, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you just want to be seen. You just want someone to see you and know you all the layers off the awkward and dorky and lazy those things too but and be and just love you because of all of it like being seen is so important and I I didn't realize that um but you know just until recently it just hit me like that's all I want I I feel loved I know I'm loved I just want to be understood. I just want to be seen. And I think, <clears throat> I think when my dad died almost three years ago, did I realize he saw me completely 100%. And not that other people don't, you know, it's, it's just that I didn't have to explain it. He just knew it. And he saw it and he was okay with it. And he could tell me and point out the bad stuff. And he, and it was all true and honest, you know, like I just, I miss that knowing that if I had a bad day or if I said something to my kids that I regret, I'm just feeling bad about myself. I miss being able to call him and just tell him what happened and he see me and tell me what I need to hear. You know, I just think that's what people want. And I think that in this quarantine, when everything got quiet and, and we stripped down to basics that people are, like it just makes me aware of what's important and all of that stuff like that I, you know, on the days where I'm like, I want to be perfect. I do want, you know, I try to be, like you said, the contradictory stuff, but, oh, you know, I want, I want my hair to be this way. And I, you know, the things I put on, like, I really just want to be inside of my house in my pajamas. <laughs> Being me, you know? I don't know. Like, I thought when I said, who am I? It was going to be so easy and so fun. Let's just, like, hee, 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 talk about tacos and peeps. And... So I do actually have an episode idea for that stuff. <laughs> it involves my friend Lynn. Okay, yay. I was going to ask you. I'd love to meet her. I don't know if I've met her, but you've talked about her. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, a lot of the people we want to talk that we've talked about, it would be fun to talk to. It's like mutual people that we know, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be fun, you know, to meet those other people in your life that I don't know that I hear about that. Same. Yeah. So one thing I, I will say, just circling back a little bit, I, I don't think that we're here on accident. I don't think that today's topic is, like that we hit it at the wrong time. I think that it's been, I think that this has been rattling around for you. Uh, One thing I've heard you say a lot in the last four years is 
you need to say what you need to say to your people. And we, uh-huh. you know, we've kind of jokingly turned that into the John Mayer, you know, say what you need to say, but you, you say it a lot. You post it all the time, all the ways on social media, um, you know, for Toby Mac and what he's been through. Like, I know that his stuff really speaks to you um, and mm-hmm. his life. And then, you know, with his experience and loss and stuff, but you, that's been your message for a long time. And I think that, um, one of the things that you say a lot about this podcast, about what you want to do is in what you said from the very first day before we named it was you wanted to give people a way to let people get to know them, not by what's on the surface, by what's in their heart. Um, and I think that that's, I think you're craving that connect, that connection. And as much as you want to be seen, you've kind of made it your life's goal to see others and to celebrate them. Like you, you say you're a fan, but, all you've done is you see me like you see me, you make it a point when you look at me to see me and not the shirt, not whatever. And um, you look, you know, me, not just me as a wife or me as a mom or me as a friend or me as a sister or whatever, you know, me, you see me and you celebrate me. Um, and I, I am excited for this because all of the things that you shared, that's helping me to see you and celebrate you even more beyond the things like the surface things that we have in common and the fun things we have in common. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I, I think it's all for something. I think that, I think that your, your closet, I think that this is, we could have just called this like cleaning closets or something. Cause right. that's what there, we're doing. you know, there is an Eminem song called cleaning out your closet. song. So now I'm going to have to listen to another one. My kids are like, what? So yeah. That would be, that would be a fun episode too. Like what's the wildest thing on your playlist? You know Ooh. mine. Yeah, I know yours. Ooh, I only I, have one. Uh, that, mm, I don't know if people. <laughs> I think that would that be. Is, cool. That is at the very deep. That's like the very bottom of my iceberg. No, I don't know. But I'll have to look. I'll, I, I'll share. Like I said, I'm out there. I'll say it. And I'll have to look. Cause there's some stuff on there. Whoa. But you know, the whole thing about saying what you need to say is, again, I'm, when you get to be this age, you're 47, and, and you know, I don't know, I feel like people will get tired of me saying divorce and my dad dying, divorce my dad dying, but it, this is where this all came from. It's who it's you are. It, it's who I am. It's who I am. I grieved the death of my marriage, like grieving... someone who is still alive very much so. And, and, but I grieved that. And then I, you know, I grieved my dad dying of cancer. But the other thing was when the divorce started, you know, then the kids started going to their dads on weekends. Well, I, I will say in the last five years, I have spent a lot of time alone in an empty and we talked about that to this, this house that I love, but it is big. But when it's empty and quiet, all that was left is me and God. But my, my thoughts, it, you know, it, it's really bizarre at first when you're, the boys will leave on Friday and come back on Sunday and they'll come back home on, not so much now. I've, in the beginning on Sundays, I'll be like, Oh my gosh. I did not speak to us. My, I've not said a single word out loud in 
however many hours, you know, math's hard and it's weird. And just that whole, you know, being with myself and being literally alone, but not alone, if that makes sense. I just have had so much time to think, but you know, so when, you know, Kevin, we got divorced and then my dad died. There was just like all these things that I thought to say or that I didn't say, but it was too late to say because he's gone. And I think mostly the way my dad passed, the important things were said. And, and, and I, I asked before. I, 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 we, we, we were very, very lucky that we had an opportunity to be with him till the end. And he, and he was able to say things and we were able to ask things. But there's still those things that I don't know or that I didn't, I've come now late, lately, I was like, oh, I didn't tell him that. Does he know? Did he know? But that's where that all came from. Just that whole like quiet being by myself, too late to tell him this, too late to tell him that. And, and then I started thinking like, you know, and I told Jennifer, you know, after my dad died, I was like, please take pictures with your dad video your dad's voice, save, save voicemails, save emails, save texts, like, cause when they're gone, they're just gone. And it's just hard to not be able to, to say those things that you need to say to them for you. But then it got to be really, like, I, someone sent me a card and it's somebody I, I would like us to talk to. You don't know. And he sent me this card that was so amazing. And it had, and, and, and he saw me in it like 100%. And it, I, I needed to hear those words. I needed to know he thought that about me and that he saw me that way because I was probably walking the line. I was like, I am doing okay. I am, I am. Yes. Thank you for sending that. And I haven't sent him a proper response to that card, but that after I got that card, I was like, okay, I have, I've got to do the same for someone else. Like I need to tell people things. And if they pop in my head, I literally do that. Like this morning, getting ready, um, a, a, a friend down the street just lost her husband um, a week or two weeks ago. And it, it just, she popped in my head and I was like, okay, I need to say this to her, even if like I just do. And so, and I do, so I do, I hope that, I don't know where it's from. I think it's God. I don't know, but for you, for them, you have to say things to your people, even if it's just a compliment, you know, your hair is pretty or, you know, I really enjoy being with you. I miss you. I love you, you know, just say that. And I think that part of our conversation in the beginning about why I wanted to talk to you is because of my struggle with, am I the real Sediva professional organizer and that's my job and career? Or at the same time, it is safe, but I love the job at the school. 
you know, and I do feel like the way that whole, that's another conversation, how that became, how I ended up there is definitely a God thing. But I see, I see those kids and every day I, I, I see them and different ones and I tell them the things, you know, that, that are on my heart that I feel like, can I help them along now at eight, nine, 10, 11? I don't know. So that, that whole, just to say, it is okay that you like that and they don't, you know, already so at such a young age. Or that you're short and she's tall or you're mm-hmm. tall and she's short. Or yeah. That or that you have long hair you, or whatever. Yeah. Or that you wear Nikes and they don't, or, you know, you like this and they don't. I, I hope that. And I think that's part of it is that I can show them that, you know what? I like peeps. Probably 85% of the population hate them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. a little bit higher, 99% uh, I mean, hate, hate them. <laughs> You know what, this so that if we if we ever get to the point where we do a content calendar, I'm gonna say peeps, yay or nay. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing so I'm I'm making this. So one thing I will say, like um, lots of people have said I know this, I'm all over the place, but but that's what's on your heart and that's what's on your mind. It's all, mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ways to say this. Brad Montague, um, he's behind Kid President and he's, ah. he's amazing. He just has a new he has a new book called Becoming Better Grown Ups, which I'll just share with you. Um, but anyway, he talks about, he, his whole thing is be the person you needed when you were younger. And that's not original. I don't think, I think lots of people have said it, but when I think about you being at that school, I think about you probably needed a you in your life when you were younger. So much of who I am as a teacher, as a mom, as a leader, as a community member, if I can trace pieces of it to people, no idea what my son is holding. Um, I can trace pieces of it to people along the way. Like I want to be, I love that about Miss Parks. I love that about Miss Kincaid. Mm-hmm. I love that about Miss Harvey. Um, like a, a teacher I didn't even ever have in class had such an impact on me when I was in fifth grade, just yeah. by an act of kindness and mm-hmm. and seeing me when at a time when I just felt like I wanted to be invisible. Right. And so well, I, doing that. Yeah, and I think we've talked about that too about. Um, people, the people in our lives and that mold you, they teach you, can teach you how you want to be, who you want to be and who you don't want to be. You know, there's just so much, so much But I do. And it's funny as I have this, um, thing, this, uh, dry erase board and I started quotes on it like three or so years ago. And, uh, and I did it, I started it for myself because when I started that job, it was, you know, the beginning of the divorce and, uh, I started finding these little quotes, like you said, Toby Mac, all these things would pop up on my feeds. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to write that down and focus. That'll be my focus. I, I need to, you know, get out of this funk and I need to have some positive stuff. I'm going to put this up and me and Carrie, my coworker will put it on our door. And 
and it was for me. Well, I didn't know that <laughs> other people needed to hear that stuff. And that was another thing that got me on this soapbox about, Oh, what people are reading this quote that I wrote for myself. Well, okay. So, um, yeah. So I kept that tradition and I still have it. And, you know, people look for it and sometimes I'll race it and just don't get a chance to put a new one up. And they're like, uh, where's the quote? I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm going to get it. And then it's fun as I see kids read it. Um, so just that, you know, what I thought was for me or just for me, you know, it's not just for me. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like we're, you know, we're, I'm kind of watching the clock because I know you have another call that's important. Yes. But, um, like this time, I don't know that anybody's going to listen to an hour plus podcast or watch the video for an hour. But I think if you're still watching or listening, it's because you needed to hear that. It's because someone needed to hear what you have to say today. And uh, that's one of the things that, so our last podcast and um, one of the things we talked about a lot was one of the reasons Merit started it was because she needed connection. Like she recognized mm -hmm. loneliness. Well, she, she did her, she did her dissertation on loneliness. Mm -hmm. And, um, and one of the things that she realized was that that's so easy, especially as women at our age to, we can be always surrounded by people, but still be lonely. Mm -hmm. And so by starting our podcast, it gave us an outlet to talk, but also it ensured that we had this connection every week. Um, and one of the things that, uh, that became apparent quickly, like when we first pulled together our street team and started talking to other women about what we were doing is that people really thought like we just hung out all the time and always had fun. And so like, like that's, and that was one of the things I always wanted to talk about. Like if you are watching this and you wish you had a Brenda to talk to, or you wish you had a Christy to talk to, we're real people. We're easy to find on social media. We're absolutely sadly, if not, if you're like weird, but if you're normal, we're easy to find in real life. Um, <laughs> like it would be nothing to have coffee with you or to do a zoom with you or FaceTime with you or whatever. Um, but absolutely. Don't, don't sit at home and feel like everybody else has somebody and you don't have anybody because the truth of it is, um, like I'm well, today is not a, today is not a normal day because I have a face to face with a client friend. But normally I don't, I don't spend time, especially mm -hmm. right now, all of my time is work and family mm -hmm. and house and stuff. But, um, but yeah, I don't normally make time for my women friends. Um, and so, but we need to, right? We, need, we, work we do, them. we do. And, and that too, back to that space. And actually that's why I started listening to podcasts because I do listen to podcasts. I like podcasts. And the reason I started listening to podcasts is because of that. What I was saying earlier is being in this house by myself and not having, I mean, and, and it's not true. I had people to talk to. I could walk down the street and just not even knock and walk in my neighbor's house. I had people to talk to. It's that I was in this space of, well, I don't want to bring them down or I, you know, I'm just in a dark place right now. Nobody wants to listen to this or what, what, or what will I talk about? You know, that. So I started listening to podcasts just for the noise, just to be like part of a conversation, like just, to, you know, listen to people talk and 
yeah, just, just, just have, I guess in my head, someone to talk to, even though I did have people, but it, I, I, I just, I chose to hide and stay in the house and, and I guess just trying to figure all that out. But, um, so that I started listening to podcasts, started listening to Dak Shepard's armchair, um, expert. Cause he's, he, I, he's never do this. Like I listened to him, like he would so be our friend because he is so like us. He is just a hoot and I just love him. And it was just, you know, just him hanging out with his friends. But yeah, so that's why I started listening to podcasts. I was like, oh, I need conversation. I feel alone, but I wasn't. And, 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 and you're not, you're not alone out there. You're not just, you just have to be brave and step out of yourself and at your house and, of, and out of your pajamas, all the things that I needed to do back then that I did. Or, or just make, you know, but we, we get so not lazy, but maybe a little bit lazy. Like, like sometimes it's an effort to even like throw a heart at your Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Like, so leave some mm-hmm. words. like, man, this happened. To yeah. me. Yes. Start a conversation. Right. With my, one of my very best friends I met on the internet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so, but yeah, say, say, say the things, say mm-hmm. the things. <laughs> Somebody yeah. needs to hear it. So just say it. Just don't, don't not say it. Well, I, so I'm a little bit like, I'm like, okay, but are we, are we at a good place to stop talking? Are you like, cause I'm like, you're going to have to get off and grab some lunch. Yeah. And, and yeah, I am. Well, like are you, but are you like, did you, did you read us? What was actually on your list for the hero? No, I did. I did read it. You read okay. both lists or just one? No, I read both. Okay. Well, yeah, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did. And, um, I think, I think I'm good. I, there was something, oh, what I was going to say is, especially now in, in the, the whole COVID and quarantining is really tricky right now because we are in our houses and we can't hug our friends and be with our friends and near our friends like we want to be how we should be and we can't right now. So those words are so important. And those phone calls and the texts and zoom zoom is amazing. Like how cool we can do this. I feel like I'm right there with you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, And And it's free or FaceTime. Like just today, Text them Tuesday. So I told Christy, I was like, we're going to have text them Tuesday. Text two people, four people. Text someone today. Tell them that you're thinking of them. Uh, You know, just start a conversation. People need that anyway, but especially today, especially right now. People are in their houses and not talking or just, yeah, especially now. Well, you know, let this be where you begin those habits of just saying it. I'm going to start a movement. Maybe, I don't know. You know, and it's funny, it's just, I, I post that so much and I do sometimes I'm like, I'll delete. I'm like, I, I say that. I'm so annoying. Stop saying it. I just can't help it. Okay, so 
just in case anybody's actually still listening or watching, who is, you can say a name if you want to, but what's something, like when you say text them Tuesday, like what's something that you know that you need to say to somebody when you get done? Okay. Well, do, do you want an example or do you want me to read you the text to someone that I sent to this morning? Oh, you tell me. Okay. Well, so this is what I do. So someone popped in my head and the, the, this is what I said. I said, with no explanation either, I just send it. Breathe. You are strong. Don't ever feel guilty if you, all you want to do is take a day and lay on the floor and cry. I love you. And that may be the permission that she needs to on the floor and cry instead of pushing through. And maybe that's it. Or maybe this and be like, we haven't talked in three months or four months or five years. I want you to know that I'm just thinking of you and I hope you're okay. And that's all you have to say, mm -hmm. you know, and if you need that, put, you know, that's all. And then click, hit send. Yeah. And then and it's the universe's issue, right? Like you mm -hmm. did it. You did your job. You did your job. You did your job. And who knows where it goes from there. All right. Yeah. Our takeaway from today, you already did your text on Tuesday. Do you have mm -hmm. anything? Like I, I do, I have a text that I need to send. I have a friend who is having some issues with her marriage and just, mm -hmm. it's a little heartbreaking. It uh, is. And so. And that too, I, I think we forget too that we're so concentrated on COVID. People are still sick with cancer people are still having marriage problems people are still having depression and anxiety like life goes on mm -hmm. aside from you know so your words to someone today are just showing you care that someone cares mm -hmm. so so send someone a text today I'm going to send two when we get off with, actually, I'm going to feed my family and then I'm going to send two texts. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Well, I love you big. Oh, I love you big. Thank you <laughs> for okay. everything. Well, for I'm seeing me, for loving me. <laughs> all the things. And right back at you. Okay. So I'm going to hit, I'm going to stop recording. So mm -hmm. everybody, bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. I got to remember. This always takes me a minute to figure out how to stop. Sorry, guys. Bye.